Well, welcome to the latest ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. I keep forgetting. Yes, I know. This is Keeping It Real with Dr. Keel. So we'll try to keep it real. The question this week is kind of a complicated one, so I probably will not hit everything that people are curious about, but we'll try. The question that is sort of overarching is, what are we hearing about transportation and freight? What's going on with fuel costs, driver shortage, are the ports getting any better, etc.? Obviously, this is part of the supply chain mess. The supply chain issue has always been two things. One has been production, and the other has been transportation. Most of the production part is basically under control now. I mean, not entirely. Obviously, we're still dealing with issues when we talk about what's coming from China or what's coming from other parts of the world. But producers have largely caught up with demand. We've seen a bit of a decline in demand for the last several weeks because of the obvious inflation and all the rest of that stuff. But the transportation side of things is still very rocky kind of having to break it into several categories. I mean, the outbound problem out of China is as acute as it has always been. COVID is still a big deal there. They're still trying to pursue this notion of zero tolerance, and that has hung up the ports pretty dramatically. So congestion is still an issue in places like Shenzhen and Shanghai and some of the other major ports. The other issue when it comes to China is that inbound into the ports has been affected by all of this. So the trucking sector, the rail sector, all the others have been affected as well. When it gets to the United States, the congestion of the ports is a little less dramatic than it has been in the past. We're beginning to see some catch up there, but really only because the volume coming from China has been reduced. The one consideration, and I've, and there's many more than one, to be honest, but one that I've brought up before, which will be developing in the next few months, are the labor negotiations with the International Longshore and Warehouse Union. These are always nasty. They have always involved port shutdowns. Sometimes these shutdowns have lasted for months. This one is expected to be particularly nasty because there is obviously a congestion issue. There is obviously a lot of wage increases going on. You've just got more leverage for the ILWU than you've had in years, and they plan to use it. The real issue is going to be whether the shippers are prepared to give in, and they're kind of between a rock and a hard place. They really do need to give in if they want to keep the the ports open, but they're not anxious to add these kind of permanent costs, which is the situation when labor costs go up. So the big issue beyond that is, of course, expense. Uh, Fuel prices have been going up dramatically, along with the per barrel price of oil. The biggest worry when it comes to fuel pricing is diesel. Um, Diesel prices have gone very, very high. And we've got a couple of circumstances that are kind of falling in on each other. One is that the demand for freight for the last couple of of years, last year anyway, has been intense. And you have had something like 68,000 new trucking companies coming into being in just the last year. Now, the majority of these, the vast majority of these are very, very small. They're literally one-truck operations, two-truck operations, 
they've just come into existence because the demand is there. We had a freight to truck ratio that was something like 14 loads for every truck uh, through most of last year. That's an encouragement for anyone who can get a hold of a truck to get out there and start taking taking on work. I've talked to various truck dealers and they've just been overwhelmed with demand for everything from new to used trucks. That's a good thing in the short term because it means that you've got enough drivers coming onto the scene to potentially meet demand. The bad news is these companies have no protection against high diesel prices. They are not in a position to apply fuel surcharges like the larger companies can do. So the estimate is that about 80% of them are facing imminent bankruptcy this year. If the fuel prices keep going up and if you continue to see a little less demand, which is happening, these companies are very vulnerable and will start to go out of business relatively quickly. So it puts a lot of pressure on your own supply chain to say, who are we working with? I mean, it's probably going to be cheaper in the short term to work with some of these smaller companies, but will they survive? And am I going to end up with stranded loads uh, later on this year as these companies can't keep up with costs? The bigger companies are covering themselves with fuel surcharges, but of course that adds to the cost of freight. So the supply chain issue has not faded, even though the production part is better uh, when you're running into the transportation side of things, it's as brutal as it has ever been. Driver shortage, still a huge issue. We're still 100,000 drivers short, and that gets worse every month. One of the things I've talked about before in some of the webinars is the fact that we've lost about 100,000 drivers to drug testing, and they have lost their CDLs. And this becomes highly controversial because drivers are fully aware that they're not supposed to be driving under the influence. They've known about this for years when it comes to alcohol, drugs, or anything else. But when you alcohol test, you're literally testing that day. I mean, is that guy drunk now? You're not trying to figure out if they had a beer three weeks ago. But when you drug test, you are. You're doing that hair follicle test, which is going to tell if you've been under the influence of marijuana within three weeks. Well, the drivers are like, well, look, you're not penalizing somebody from drinking too much at a barbecue three weeks ago but you're penalizing us for having smoked a marijuana cigarette three weeks ago or two weeks ago. And we're in states where it's legal. So is it legal or is it not legal? And we've seen an awful lot of drivers that have been bounced out, have to get their CDLs renewed, you know, figure out how to get around the drug testing. It's an issue, and it becomes more of one with every passing day. I mean, there's legislation at the federal level to legalize marijuana now. So if it's legal throughout the entire country, how is that going to trickle down into testing for CDL? Anyway, it's it's one of those vexing issues where when it comes to drugs, we have one foot in and one foot out. We also have the retirement issue. You know, the average age of an over-the-road truck driver is now 60, and that's a tough job, and people are not going to be doing it into their 70s for the most part. So it's it's an ongoing issue. We're seeing a lot more interest in recruiting drivers from other parts of the world. 
but that's kind of a short-term solution as well. So bottom line is transportation's a mess and it's going to continue to be a mess for a long time. It's probably actually going to get worse before it gets better because we're still dealing with excess demand, driver shortage, potential for union negotiations, messing up the West Coast ports. It just goes on and on. So I wish I had better news, but I don't. Um, By the next time we meet, which will be a webinar, I think, next week or the week after, uh, maybe there will be better news on some front, but I doubt it will be on the transportation side. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk again.